We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel coming to you with another edition. Well, ladies, please like, hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell goes a long way for me on this video. It goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize of every great content is going live here. Their little neck of the YouTube woods. I'm not going to lie. So Friday, starting to break this slate down, I knew it was going to be the most difficult. I didn't know how difficult it was going to be to give you all great information here right from the get-go. No locks on the card. I think that was kind of a firm and fast rule. There was no way around it. I wasn't going to find anything. I knew I wasn't going to find anything here the night before that was worthy of it. And second half NBA, there are fewer locks that show up on the card just kind of naturally. Doesn't mean that I won't end up betting more at times because again, the edge, my second half betting results have been more consistent and just flat out better over the course of MLB, NBA, NFL because more uncertainty breeds more edge. We are going to see positive EV stuff popping up in the positive EV tool over at Odd Shopper repeatedly. And I don't want you to be overexposed to plays that are going to pale in comparison to those. I also know that I'm going to have props that I'm firing up in multiple capacities, be it over in the Pick'em Streets, over on the sports books. Doesn't matter where. I'm going to have tons of props that end up showing up. I just don't know what they are the night before, considering so many teams are on back to back. So, Right from the get-go, wanted to throw that out there. Not necessarily apologize, because I'm going to give you the same betting content, the same breakdown that I always do. We'll talk a little Bet365. We'll talk a little Odd Shopper as well. But we got 10 games. And again, massive slate, weird spots with a bunch of back-to-backs. I think we just want to be very, very careful here. So without further ado, producer Jacob, hi, hello. Let's get to the picks. The day begins with the Atlanta Hawks hosting the Toronto Raptors back-to-back, back-to-back. Lots of back-to-backs. This is just so hard to be giving you great information here. Toronto right now, 61-57, beginning of the third quarter here. Uh, that's an interesting one. Obviously, Atlanta, they are not going to be the ones on the back-to-back, but sounds like Clint Capella going to be available for this one. Yay! Woo! Anyeka Kongu is going to be out for a really long time. We got that report. That kind of sucks, because he's fun, big, like he shoots a lot of threes, and has like an interesting skill set that isn't necessarily one that uh, Atlanta can do without at the moment, but they're going to try to. It's not going to go well here, that's for sure. But yeah, going to be fun to see Clint Capella back in action. That's basically all I got from this one. You're going to see the defensive rating get better, at least for Atlanta as well. Toronto, they've been dead last in defensive rating over the last month, but back-to-back, does everybody play here? I Again, the theme of the day is how many teams are on back-to-backs and trying to give you this information. Oh, it is so frustrating. But Toronto plus six and a half is currently the best play available here. No props, but I will be paying attention to the Atlanta props for sure. Might look at shorting some Trey Young. Might look at shorting some DeJounte Murray. Got to see where these opening numbers are again. Offense is expected, 244 and a half, but people like to bet them some overs. We might be looking at some unders here. Very curious to see how that breaks down over at Odd Chopper tomorrow. Cleveland and Philly. Philly just getting it absolutely taken to him. Cleveland a little bit too in that first half. Darius Garland played horrendous basketball, but had a really nice start to this third quarter. Back to being competitive. 64-62 there in that one as I'm talking to you live. 
Yeah, Cleveland on a back-to-back. No, Donovan Mitchell ended up suiting up here in this spot on Thursday. Does he play Friday? I would assume so. Again, illness, but coming off the All-Star break, it'd be very, very strange to me if we didn't see him out here on Friday, at least. Maybe just being a little cautious with him on the back-to-back. And hey, Darius Garland, they said that all the minutes restrictions and everything were gone here, but we'll see. We'll see. Does he suit up here on the back-to-back? I'm not positive. And that's kind of why right now I'm leaning towards the Philly side. They are getting completely just obliterated, obliterated here at the moment. It isn't very pretty going up against the Knicks. The Knicks are kind of a, uh, not a fully operational death star. Julius Randle with the shoulder injury. We'll see how things pan out there. But love what I'm seeing from Brunson. Precious Achua having the game of his life right now in that first half. That is not something that other Eastern Conference teams want to have happen because Boyan, with Lord Boyan here, they get shooting off the bench. They have Josh Hart to do the hustle work. They got Mr. Dante DiVincenzo just filling it up. This is a Knicks team that if Julius Randle can give them anything in the postseason, be remotely healthy, you're looking at a fun situation for Knicks fans for the first time in a long time come playoff time. So whatever, you just beat up on the Sixers. Maybe they don't end up playing this fourth quarter. That would be useful. But again, no play from it. Plus four and a half here on the Philadelphia side. I bet if Mitchell ends up playing, this thing moves. If you want to take a guess, have fun, but not really any positive expected value for me here. I'm going to pass. Finally, I can give you a damn play. Phoenix and Houston. Yeah, they're playing basketball right now. Phoenix, Devin Booker, and Luka Doncic doing their fun back and forth stuff. I think uh, Luka's got like 18-4-3, 19-4-3 here, getting towards the end of this second quarter. You got freaking Devin Booker 12-3-3 and right from the get-go. They really like to play against each other, that's for sure. But now Phoenix gets Houston, a better defensive team. Houston themselves will be uh, on the back-to-back here in this spot as well. God, it's just a difficult breakdown in general, but there's only one three and a half that exists on the board right now, and that's not going to be something that I really want to deal with. But I will say two tired legs, two teams coming off an all-star break. I know they're professional basketball players. It's not like they're out of shape in one week, but I got to think that the under looks pretty decent. 228 and a half. I had this closer to 225, and that's without factoring in the back-to-back, which again, it's just difficult. There's definitely something there. It's just hard to quantify. And therefore, I think it's just something that can enter the realm of playable right from the get-go. It's not going to go up to 230. This total is not going to hit that number. And as such, I feel like I've got a little bit of a cushion here in the event that you have, well, Bradley Beal gets ruled out, Eric Gordon knocking down shots, but this is a team for Phoenix that they're going to have to put a lot of defensive pieces into play. Royce O'Neal more minutes. Grayson Allen, well, he's not going to play more minutes than what he had been. But Eric Gordon, I know he's knocking down shots. He's got 10 points here in the early going of this first half. Knocked down two of three threes right from the get-go. But yeah, he's a half-court offense. Different dude these days. I'm just not really seeing pace here. Under 228 and a half. Pretty clear cut for two teams that don't play with pace as is. And again, the back-to-back. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Useful, Melody. Useful. 
Also useful, Odd Shopper, OS Premium Tools. Everything that we have now behind the paywall there at Odd Shopper, we're talking the Fantasy Optimizer for all you people in non-legal betting states who are playing props over on Underdog Prize Picks of the Lightning. You have that Fantasy Optimizer, which is doing the same market-based approach and utilizing it for you in those streets. We also have the Parlay Builder. If you're somebody who likes to build a lot of parlays, what you know about parlay? I know a lot of you are out there. You're hanging out in the streets. You're, you walk amongst us. I'm sure it's a lot of people listening to me right now well we can get you those best plays at every single site and help you make better parlays long term we have all of that all under one umbrella and then the discord you can get my premium betting card every single day i'm sure there are going to be a lot of props no props on it as of right now which has got to be the first time that we've got to a 10 game slate where that's been the case friends I'm not going to give you bad plays just for the hell of it, just to throw them out there. So $14.95 weekly, $49.95 monthly, but it gets better when you use promo code LINDY, L-I-N-D-Y, 20% off, expert picks, Discord, premium tools, all in one package. Look at that, I can read. 20% off, that's $12 for your first week, 42 Oh, I can do math too. 42 for your first month, if you so choose it, using promo code LINDY at the link below. Back to the picks. Oh boy. Clippers, back-to-back. -back. Memphis, not a back-to-back, -back, but does it matter? Does it matter? I'm going to argue it doesn't matter because we got Zubats off the minutes restriction. We'll see if he plays on the back-to-back. -back. Now that they have like a, a fully operational Death Star, and yeah, that's, that's kind of what the Clippers have turned into here at this point in time, they can go Zubats. They can also rest him here on the back-to-back, -back, give him the help and the rest that he needs, and go to Plumlee and Tice. Tice, somebody who's kind of like going to fall to the wasteland here, going to play like five minutes, maybe like a rotation here and there going forward. But if you're looking to protect Zubats, and this is a Clippers team that not just has title aspirations, but are very, very live for title aspirations. You got Zubats you want to keep healthy there to deal with the interiors of like, I don't know, the Nikola Jokic guy kind of seems pretty important to take down come playoff time. So... Put him on bubble wrap, play Plumley, play Tice. We'll see what they end up doing here. You don't necessarily need him. You're still going to get most likely everybody else playing in this basketball game here on the back-to-back. -back. As for Memphis, Jaron Jackson Jr., he's probable entering this one, so we don't have to think about that. Scottie Pippen Jr. got dinged up. He's not going to be playing for a while. And you know all the other issues that exist here with this basketball team, which is just like all the guys that they would want to play are hurt. We're out for the year. It's just problematic. We trade Steven Adams. He's on Houston a weird thing that i noticed the other day anyway it's neither here nor there it's me updating my sheets and betting results and all the other great things so i'm looking at this game that is definitely live to be on your card and it is clippers laying 10 this should be closer to 11 and a half i understand jaron jackson jr could be decent but he's decent as a third or fourth option on your basketball team offensively he can knock down open shots but creating his own shots it is tough to watch and i do like vince williams jr as a piece this is a young player that continues to surprise me playing massive minutes for them here but this clippers team is just a different caliber and i understand the clippers are the ones on the back-to-back -back, but at 10 think I want to have a small play. Again, I have a smaller than half unit play on this one. This is a sprinkle play, mainly because I don't want to get burned by the Clippers sitting some pieces on the back back, and I still want to give you enough ammunition here. So whatever the lowest hanging fruit is for you in the units department that you want to put on something, put it on the Clippers here in this spot. That's pretty much it. Hopefully we don't get burned by entry news. I don't know what to tell you. Washington, OKC here. Does everybody on OKC, they're playing that gauntlet LAC team right now. Uh, again, that's going to be a competitive game. I'm trying to get out of here so I can go watch that one. That's for sure. Two of the best teams in the West going at, the, going at it there on Thursday. 
Not what the Oklahoma City Thunder have in front of them here on Friday. We'll say Washington. Interesting piece of news. I don't even have the starting lineup here as of right now. Let me double check and see if they did throw it out there. But interesting piece of news. Balak Kulabali starting over Jordan Poole, who was sent to the bench. Pretty wild run out, if you ask me. I do think that's going to be the case going forward. The Jordan Poole trade, one of the most egregious that we've seen in quite some time. Not sure what Washington was doing. I don't know. Draymond Green knows. Draymond Green is a crazy person, but he knows basketball. And if he doesn't want you on his team that much that, you know, you're going to throw fisticuffs at it, you probably want to stay away if you're a professional basketball team. And uh, that proves to be the case. Anywho, we are looking here at Washington. Below Koulibaly inserted into the starting rotation. Thought it would be a Corey Kispert. Maybe they experiment a little bit between the two here. Uh, again, it's not going to matter. You're playing Oklahoma City here on a back-to-back, and both teams on the back-to-back for what it's worth. But I don't really have any interest in this game whatsoever as is. 241.5 total. I mean, anybody you bring on the floor is better defensively than Jordan Poole. So, I mean, but Washington is just punting the entire year. They have no starters. They have no serviceable basketball players outside of Kyle Kuzma. And some days, depending on the day, Denny Avdia. And if he was a backup, Tyus Jones, who was one of the more serviceable point guard backups in the league. But... 241 and a half. I'm leaning towards the over on it right now, but I've got it at 243 and it doesn't make me feel good. And I really don't want to have anything to do with this entire game whatsoever. Maybe the prop department comes out to save us here in this one. If you made me lock a play, if you absolutely said, Eric, I need one unit on something on the card for tomorrow, make it this one borderline lock, but I'm going to be trepidatious here because Brandon Ingram is a big question mark. We've got the Miami Heat plus three taking on the Pelicans. And the Pelicans, they've been a team that has treated us pretty darn well here on this betting program. And I think overall they've treated betters well as is. 30 and 24 and one against the spread here. You got finals odds above my head here. Sometimes we throw in different details of those things. But yeah, I've been on the better side of things here for the Pelicans all season long. And yet... Pretty tempted to dabble here with Miami. A couple of reasons why. First off, I do think that Brandon Ingram going to be a true game-time decision here for this one. Ended up sitting out on Thursday. They've been cautious with him here. And then Zion on a back-to-back. We know that, uh, well, he's been in better shape, but just had a full week off. Kind of want to see it. Kind of want to see the result of tonight before going completely crazy here on this one and calling it a lock. Plus, if you don't have Ingram here, I do think that this line moves towards towards the Miami Heat, and as such, want to have this half unit in play right from the get-go here in Miami. The big piece that you need to pay attention to on their side of the ball, well, you get Jimmy Butler back, coming back from the, the family tragedy that he had there, lost a family member, was out for the last three before the All-Star break, but Tyler Hero questionable, which is not my favorite player in the NBA, but he's definitely been much better than people have given him credit for this season. Again, pretty harsh circumstances surrounding his pending trade going to uh, Portland there. I think Miami should be pretty happy with the way that things have ran out based on what we've seen from Dame in Milwaukee and what we've seen from Tyler Hero. Not having to be a crazy usage hog. Having a Jaime Jaquez off the bench who can play that defense and help out in those type of departments. Even Nikola Jovic, when called upon, has played some good basketball here. Doubt he gets called upon with Jimmy Butler back, but we shall see. We shall see. They would definitely look better here with Tyler Hero in, that's for sure. But Bam Adebayo, in Butler's absence, has been more than serviceable. Has started to get back to himself, finishing at the rim a little bit more. Field goal percentage, in fact, field goal percentage has been down this season for him. But 
I feel pretty confident in backing Miami here in this spot. Plus three, three and a half would have been really, really nice here. But again, I am more, uh, I'm, uh, yeah. it's iffy friends. I wanted to lock it for you, but Brandon Ingram, he's not on a back-to-back because -back, if he plays on Friday, he's fresh. So it is what it is. This is just a tough, tough slate. That's for sure. The only prop on the card, the only prop on the card, a 10 gamer is a lean. It is just what it is. Milwaukee plus four and a half heading into the gauntlet. That is the target center. Yeah. Didn't see myself saying that this season, but Nuggets did say Nikola Jokic said, he said that the toughest series that they had last season during the playoffs was against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Not just from a results base. I mean, Minnesota played them very, very tough and, and the Lakers didn't. Miami Heat didn't. Should have maybe saw this one coming for my team. But yes, my Minnesota Timberwolves, I have no interest in backing the four and a half here. I do want to say one thing, and that is that I'm very confused by Giannis Antetokounmpo saying that this is Damian Lillard's team. And then also saying that he doesn't like to study basketball, that he just likes to go and play. I mean, I guess he just has to run and dunk on people. It's good. But like you're one of the best players that's ever walked to the earth. You're a seven foot Adonis who glides through the air. Tom Brady watched a lot of film. Michael Jordan watched a lot of film. The best of all time all studied the game, were obsessed with the game and studied film. Either he's lying or somebody needs to talk to the young man. Just make sure that it's not Doc Rivers. We don't need any Doc Rivers discussion points in his life. By the way, the play here, it's absurd because these numbers end up lower and lower and lower. Rudy Gobert, but the best defensive center in the NBA. But as such, there are some really low props that show up here for centers on the other side. We ended up hitting gold over on Lindy's locks over on the TikTok streets. Yeah, the TikTok streets there over on prize picks with some DeAndre Ayton goodness, the first of their back-to-back -back going up against Portland. I think we're going to be running out of center here. Brooke Lopez over 17 and a half PRA. It's a very, very low number here. And Rudy Gobert, the main reason that I feel comfortable about Lopez as opposed to other centers, Lopez is going to do a lot of his damage on the perimeter. Put himself, uh, it's going to be some pick and roll with, with Giannis, with Damian Lillard here, and pick and pop, making Rudy Gobert go guard him at the three-point line. Thought about putting a three-point prop play in play, but they don't even have those out yet. So if you want to wait, you can maybe fire up one of those when I get a chance to take a look at those. But as such, best play from the game currently is the over of 17 and a half PRA. I'm just making it a lean for two reasons. One, it's not that good of a play. But two, I want to wait on those three-point props. Want it on your radar. I think he's live for three or four of those suckers. Might be looking at some alternate lines against Gobert tomorrow. Looking at this line for tomorrow too, friends. Bet five, get 150 in bonus bets. That seems pretty good. Huh? Did you not like that segue, Jacob? Producer Jacob didn't like that segue. But you know what? I liked the segue the same way that I think a lot of people like segues to make, you know, things more efficient when you're on your little coaster, your little glider things. You know those segues. It's a different segue. Anyway, bet five, get 150. If you're in one of these nine states, that being Arizona, Colorado, New Jersey, Louisiana, Ohio, Virginia, Iowa, Indiana, Kentucky. Again, Arizona, you just got bet 365. North Carolina, very, very shortly. Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Twist around your head. Spin it like a helicopter. But anyway, Arizona, Colorado, New Jersey, Louisiana, Ohio, Virginia, Iowa, Indiana, and Kentucky. If you're in one of those nine states, head to the link below. Bet $5 on anything at bet 365. I get 150 in bonus bets, no questions asked. It's as simple as that. 
It is the easiest bonus bet opportunity that you're going to run into just about ever. And you know what? Bet365 has a lot of the best lines day in, day out in the streets. Period. End of story is what it is. It's only for 21 and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back to the picks we go. Yes, Jacob, it does have some of the best lines, like by a landslide. You're crazy if you don't think that. Go look at the positive EV tool in a state that has bet 365. Honestly, just shame to you and your household. Shame, shame to you and your household. Charlotte plus 13 and a half taking on Golden State. Golden State, that game hasn't started. I'm going to be sweating bullets. Need to see what happens there. Again, five and a half went up to six. There is one five and a half that actually exists on the board still at BetMGM. But either who, we are looking now at Friday's game. Charlotte, they're going to get a very tough double here. You play a game at altitude against Utah, and now you head to Golden State here. There is a reason this is 13 and a half. And got to say, again, Golden State didn't see this becoming my second half team, but I've enjoyed Kaminga and Draymond starting together. I've enjoyed Steph Curry just being that dude. I enjoyed them finally starting Pashemsky, putting Clay into a hot hand approach off the bench. Worked well for one game. We'll see how game two goes, that's for sure. But I do think that this is a spot where, again, if you're looking for a play, you absolutely need to make something now. This is going to move outside of 13 and a half. This is going to go 14 and a half. There are 14s. It's kind of the prevailing number just about everywhere. But there was a 13 and a half that showed up where it's tough to get away from. I'm getting away from it for the time being, mainly because I don't want to get bit by an injury bug. I'm going to watch this Golden State game pretty much the entire way through this evening and kind of assess it from there. Maybe I missed the boat. Maybe I don't. I doubt it. But Trey Mann's been playing really good basketball here for Charlotte. Congratulations to them for finding a guy who's going to be a serviceable backup potentially in the future. It ain't Ish Smith. We'll put it that way. Miles Bridges, he's going to stay there. They're going to try to sign him in the offseason. Brandon Miller, we've liked the ascension there. But the usage is going to be down here. And Grant Williams, this is kind of the X-factor situation here for Charlotte. They can play some small ball here. I think Grant Williams, on a back-to-back, -back, might have a chance to start here in this spot. Again, Nick Richards, been the starting center. They haven't gone away from that at all this season. They've had the P.J. Washington at the five thing in years past, but this year they didn't even do that. Now P.J. Washington isn't even on Charlotte. So riddle me that, Batman. Mid riddle. Can't even do my own bit. Riddle me that. Golden State, minus 13 and a half, just a lean. Again, no props out. Not going to be out for a while. Lots of injury news potentially here. Lots of back-to-back -back rest candidates. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph Curry. Oh, it's just a tough spot to want to invest in right now. This one's a little bit easier. Denver, minus nine and a half, heading to Portland. Uh, yeah. Nikola Jokic going to take on Charlotte here. Maybe they go, Hadouken, you know, Hadouken, like the, the Street Fighter ridiculousness, and they just completely bamboozle. I mean, they're playing Washington tonight. That'll be fun. Washington is, again, I went to Washington High School, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, good times. We had a principal who said Washington bugged the shit out of me. But anyway, Denver minus nine and a half here going into Portland. That story meant nothing to anybody. We'll say Scoot Henderson already ruled out for this one, which might not matter to some, which might not matter to some. But Scoot Henderson defensively can actually do some stuff and make not the easiest thing for a back-to-back -back Jamal Murray, who's been dinged up at times throughout this entire season, dinged up heading into Thursday's game. Just saying, it would have been a decent enough defender to have out there 
to do a little something, something. They do have Jabari Walker, who's questionable here in this spot as well. I'm assuming Matisse Thibel comes in for defensive purposes. Tamani Kamara hasn't really worked out here in his first season in the bigs. But uh, overall, does Contavious Caldwell-Pope play on the back-to-back? Does Jamal Murray play on the back-to-back? Time will tell, friends. Julian Strother could end up getting some more minutes. We could be looking at Reggie Jackson, Justin Holiday for one of those two guys if they don't play on the back-to-back. Either way, I like getting some money down now on Portland plus nine and a half. There's also the very, very unlikely opportunity here where Jokic sits on the back-to-back. Ken, I I do think there are going to be a couple of pieces from Denver that don't suit up unless this is a complete bamboozlement for Washington or against Washington here on Thursday night. That game is about to tip off, so we will find out shortly. But I have a little money here on Portland, mainly because I like Simons overall. You've seen DeAndre Ayton play a lot better over the last couple of weeks. Been more DeAndre Ayton circa 2019, 2020-ish. Like, not great. Pretty good. Pretty good. Better. Ashton Haggins probably going to play some minutes with the two-way contract. This is just a gross spot. I can't believe I'm doing this. But plus nine and a half Portland. Enjoy it. Uh, San Antonio on a back-to-back. Taking on the Lakers on a back-to-back. Um, What? I mean, LeBron James, does he play? I, I don't know. He's not playing on Thursday. Doubt he plays Friday with the ankle injury, but I'm... what are we even doing here? No clue. No clue. Good talk. Glad we had it. I think I'm contractually obligated to talk about this game for a minute. I think that's been a minute. We can go. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. You know what to do. Go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite plays that exist here on this crazy, wild little slate that we have before us. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be a wild Friday. That's for sure. Going to be some injury news all over the place. I'm going to be in the premium Discord giving out my plays. I'm going to be on X at Eric Lindquist. You can follow me there. You can follow me on Twig Talk. On TikTok at Lindy's Locks, I have prize picks. I have DraftKings pick six. I have tons of other gameplays, tons of props. Because again, props, that's the, the the core of what I do. I come from the DFS background into sports betting. And uh, as such, there's going to be more plays that show up here for tomorrow. But hey, one of those slates where it just ends up being more totals and spreads. What a time to be alive. But anyway, thank you, Producer Jacob. Thank you, Bet365. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in here. Good to be back from the All-Star break. Until next time, have a great weekend. I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets on Friday.